You are listening to the Kensington Church Podcast, recorded live in Michigan. To learn more about Kensington, visit kensingtonchurch.org. Well, hello, everyone. I'm excited to be with you again today. Hard to believe that we're already at uh, the midpoint of our five-week series that we're calling Growing the whole month of October. We're really trying to understand and unpack uh, kind of the mystery of how we grow in our faith and how we grow in our knowledge of God. So we began a few weeks ago with the idea that the journey starts uh, very simply with trusting. It's coming to a point where we decide to put our trust in Jesus. Uh, It might be very similar to Jesus' invitation to his first followers when he said, follow me. Uh, We're not sure where their journey is going to go. We don't know very much about Jesus at that entry point, but it's that first step of faith to put our trust in Jesus, and it's a lifelong journey. And then last week we looked at um, how that continues now through the process of seeking like in all relationships, when you come to initially meet someone to get to really know them and progress in the relationship, you have to enter into a life of commitment, of seeking that person, gaining information, spending time with that person, learning who they are and what they're like. And it's the same thing with God. So that was last week. So today we're really at, I think, the most critical pinnacle point, which is what's the objective of all of this? And the objective, quite simply, is to know God. It's about knowing him. And what's really important, if there was one big idea I hope everybody takes away uh, from this week and from this brief conversation, is that there's a huge difference between knowing about and knowing. And I think we could illustrate it in so many ways. I could describe to you uh, how tall I am. You can say I have gray hair, I have brown eyes, uh, how much I weigh, uh, facts and information about me, but none of that would be the same as knowing me. If we spent time together you could say, yeah, I knew about Craig, but now I actually know Craig. And so we're going to take a few minutes just to press into what that might look like, because it makes all the difference. So I remember uh, in my 30s, I was uh, on the pastoral staff of a church, and one of the things that we would do every fall is we would take a retreat together with our spouses a couple days away just to kind of be together, to pray, to have vision for the next year, and to maybe open up parts of our lives. And so the one thing we were asked to share is, you know, what is God doing in your life right now at this moment? Where do you sense God is moving? And so when it came to me, uh, I was sitting there thinking, I don't think I want to be vulnerable and share what, what really came to mind first. But when it, when it got to me, I decided to go ahead and share it. And this is what I said. And this is over 30 years ago. I said, I, I think I have come to know a lot about God, but I don't really know him. I mean, I have a seminary degree. I have degrees on my wall. I have books in my uh, study Uh, I have information in my head, but I don't really feel like I know God. I feel like I know about him. I could, you know, play Bible trivia. I could quote verses. Um, I knew the scriptures pretty well. I was teaching the Bible at that time, but really felt like in terms of actually knowing God, like you would know a person, I felt like I hadn't even taken the first step. And that was pretty pretty alarming to me, to be honest with you. I I knew there was more. I knew God wanted more, but I, I just was so far removed from that. So I shared that with the group. And I didn't really know what to do next. So what I started to do was simply to tell God every day, this is my heart. Began to pray, God, I want to know you. Just reveal yourself to me. And I know now looking back that God was delighted that that's what I wanted and that I was willing to start a new journey. And I don't have the time to describe all that happened, but I think within a few months, he began to bring um, experiences and opportunities into my life, almost like a trail of breadcrumbs that I would pick up one and then there would be the next one. And this began a process that actually has continued uh, decades now to now, where I began to see more of him and to experience more of him. You know, the, the word that's in the New Testament that we translate to know or knowledge 
is a word that actually means to experience. There's another Greek word that's used when it's just information, but the word that we're talking about today when we talk about knowing is it's, it's a, an experience of knowing, to actually know someone. I think that was a turning point for me. Uh, it was actually on the shores of Lake Erie at a retreat center. I'll never forget the spot and the moment when I just decided to come clean and say, God, I, I just want more. I just want more of you. I want to know you, not about you, but I want to know you. So it began, as I said, a journey for me that's continued. And I realize as I look at scripture now that this is the invitation all along, that God wants us to know him, not to know about him, not to you know, win debates about theology or be able to talk about the names of God or the characteristics of God to describe him, but to actually have a relationship where we're experiencing God, because that, as we'll see in the weeks ahead, makes all the difference in the world. You know, it's interesting, uh, the Apostle Paul, you know, had a dramatic conversion when he met Jesus on the road to Damascus, and he began decades himself of serving Jesus, and he finally finds himself in jail in Philippi, and he wrote many of his letters from there, including the letter to the Philippians. It's the book in the New Testament that we call Philippians, and when you come to chapter 3, you, you hear this burn in his heart, this desire that he has uh, to know. He talks about the value. Well, actually, let me just read it. This is from Philippians chapter 3. And in the NIV version, this is verse 7. He says this, Whatever were gains to me, I now consider loss for the sake of Christ. What is more, I consider everything a loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord. Notice he didn't say knowing about. He said knowing. Everything that he had accomplished before he met Jesus, he felt was just garbage compared to what he was experiencing and actually knowing Jesus. But then he goes on just a couple of verses later. So just imagine this, um, at least several decades of knowing and following Jesus, of pursuing him, of planting churches all over um, that area of the world at the time. He finds himself in jail. Um, he'll never actually be a free man again, as it turns out. But hear this passion and burden in his heart. He says, I want to know Christ. And you know, you could say, well, come on, Paul, you already know him. You know what? He's unfathomable. There's so much to God. There's so much to Jesus. And Paul, after all he had done in his journey of faith up to that point, he knew there was more. He longed for more. He desired more. Because it's in the knowing, not knowing about, but the knowing of God, the knowing of Jesus, that we experience transformation and we begin to change not just ourselves, but the world around us. And so that was Paul's passion, even to his last breath. And so I just want to encourage you and exhort you that this is the journey we're, of faith that we're trying to describe in these weeks, that it begins with that initial uh, desire or decision or intention to trust him. And we enter into a life of trusting that's going to grow from where it begins. And then we engage in a life of seeking, which we will do our whole lives. But the, the point of that seeking is for God to actually reveal himself to us, that we would actually know him. Because in that knowing, as we'll see next week, um, the love grows. And when the love grows, uh, the submission to him gladly grows in us. And that's what transformation looks like. So I want to end uh, our time with a prayer that I pray every morning. Uh, it's a prayer about knowing in the biblical sense of knowing, not about, but to know. This is a prayer that we find in Ephesians chapter 1 that the Apostle Paul said to those he was writing in, in Ephesus, this is what I am praying for you. So listen to these words and let's pay attention to the word no when it shows up. So Paul said, I keep asking the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, that he would give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you would know him more. 
I pray that the eyes of your heart would be enlightened so that you would know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in his holy people, and his incomparably great power for those who believe. So my prayer for my own life continues to be that, and for, for all of you that are listening in today, that God would give us that spirit of wisdom and revelation as we pursue him, as we seek him, so that, here's the point, that we would know him more, and that we would know all that he has done and prepared for us. So God bless. Hope you have a great week. Uh, look forward to seeing you again next week. You've been listening to the Kensington Church Podcast. If you've enjoyed this recording, check back weekly for new content. You can find Kensington on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and of course, at kensingtonchurch.org.